Welcome to the sermon podcast of Christ Lutheran Church in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. We are glad that you are here. At Christ Church, we believe that God is alive in Holy Scripture, inspiring, challenging, and guiding us today. As we journey through the Bible together, we bring our hopes, our pain, our questions, and our doubts, trusting Jesus to meet us here full of grace. Christ Lutheran Church is a special place of healing. May the word of God bless you today. Listen again for God's word to us today through the gospel of John in the 14th chapter. Jesus says that if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. I'll ask the Father and he will send another companion who will be with you forever. This companion is the spirit of truth whom the world can't receive because it neither sees him nor recognizes him. You know him because he lives with you and will be with you. Jesus said again, I won't leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live too. On that day, You will know that I am in the Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commandments keeps and keeps them, loves me. And whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love them and reveal myself to them. The gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. It's the sixth Sunday of Easter in the church calendar, and we are getting nearer to the celebration of Pentecost. Now, Pentecost is the celebration of that Holy Spirit coming to the church. It's a a wonderful celebration of the power of the Holy Spirit working through the followers of Jesus to share his love, to spread his message and his name throughout the earth. But the reason for the Pentecost hinges on a bittersweet moment for the disciples. That is Jesus leaving them again. The first time he left them was when he died. He was dead for three days. Do you remember what they did? They hid in fear. They locked themselves in an upper room. They were not expecting, even though he told them, that he would return to them. That was the first time. But then they they learned of this great miracle of the resurrection when he came to them. 
They got to be with him again. It was a dream come true. But then he tells them that he will leave again. He promises to return, but it won't be in their lifetime. Uh, If you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, you may have seen last week that Carolyn, the communications director, posted a picture of that window in the back, that ascension. And uh, it's a stunning window that, that I get to see throughout worship, but that uh, you all don't often maybe get to see or notice. Uh, it's worth looking at it online, but just notice the faces of those watching Jesus ascend into heaven. One of them in particular, the lower left side, his hand is covering his face. He's kneeling. He's co- covered in grief. Promises to return. But that is where they are as they watch him ascend into heaven. Now, last week, we dwelled on the topic of trust. Jesus invites us to trust him, that he is with us. And today, Jesus helps us see how we can trust. In his physical absence, we are not simply abandoned by God, are we? No, our faith tells us that we are never alone, that God is with us. And here in John's gospel, we learn how God is with us. Jesus really shows that he understands this fear. So so here he tells his disciples eight times that they will not be alone. He says, first, we will have a companion forever. Then he says, one who lives with you, who will be with you, who won't leave you orphaned, who comes to you, that you are in him, that he is in you, and that you will see him. Eight different ways he's telling them, you are not alone. Doesn't it sound like he's trying to make a very clear point? I think it gets at the very heart of one of the chief fears that people have of being alone. Not that we fear alone time. Maybe some do. Maybe some really relish their alone time. Uh, Maybe some of you don't like to ever be alone. But what Jesus is recognizing is a deeper fear, that we are truly alone, alone in the world, abandoned. But for people of faith, people of various faiths, the fundamental claim is that God exists. And the fundamental claim of the Christian faith is that Jesus is the Son of God. God with us. And that not only does God exist, not only are we not alone in the universe without a creator, we aren't even alone in ourselves. He is with us. He says, in us. A companion in this life 
forever. Beloved, as we enter our own time of pastoral transition, Jesus' message is really coming at such an important time. As your pastor for the last seven years, we have been through a lot together. It's no easy thing to say goodbye to a a long-tenured pastor like Pastor Jody, who was here for two decades. Or to take on a complicated system of free clinics. To learn the fundraising necessary to raise 90% of the income that comes from outside of this congregation, but which our worship life depends And we have lost beloved saints of this church too soon. We went a year without worshiping in this place due to a global pandemic. We have had a near complete turnover of congregational leadership. And we have been able to replace leaders who served for decades. And we've been able to chart a path through what is probably the most dramatic shift in religious life in this country, probably in the world, that any of us have ever seen. Some have said it's the most dramatic shift since the Reformation itself. In 2019, prior to the pandemic, 4,500 Protestant churches closed. We have reason to believe that that trend has only increased since 2020. And there was a time, some of you can remember it, there was a time that the plan for this church was closure. But God had other plans. God had other plans for this church. Because here we are. At Christ Lutheran, while the neighborhood declined, while other churches closed their doors, this congregation's attendance has been remarkably stable for the last 30 years. Our health ministry is looking to increase its services, to build a new dental clinic, to accommodate the high demand. Just on Friday, we had 18 people show up to use dental services, and we could only take 10 Earlier this week, I spoke to a leadership Harrisburg at an event for leaders who are who, some of whom were members of, of large healthcare institutions, insurance agencies, and they came up to me afterwards asking how they could help. And this is not new, but it speaks to the level of respect that this congregation has in the community beyond the church world. And this worshiping community has been the beating heart of our health ministry. It's true that we could not be here without the support of those who make the health ministries possible. There is no doubt. In fact, it's one of the things that attracted me to ministry at this church, that I could say without a doubt that we would not have a worshiping community at Christ Lutheran Church if we did not have a mission that was deeply relevant to our community. Every church should be able to hang its existence on its ability to meet the needs of those in its community. And here, there is no doubt about that. Today, 
as much as ever, the mission of God in this church and the health ministry is vital. It is depended on by this community, as well as by mission partners and individuals who feel deeply connected to what we do here. They count on us too. That's why they give us their gifts to make it happen, to steward those things. So as news as our leadership transition has spread in the larger community, I have been meeting with mission partners who have shared how worried they were when Jody left and how amazed that for seven years, not only were we able to keep everything moving along, that we were able to grow our services and our partnerships. My prayer when I started here was don't screw it up. One person at a Christian Churches United event that I attended this week told me that that though they were sad to see me go, they are so excited about the next chapter of this church, of Christ Lutheran Church and its health ministries. And then at the synod level, at the synod level, so respected is the ministry of this church and the health of this congregation that despite our, I wouldn't even say, relatively small worshiping size, that they are recommending to us one of their very best. His name is fitting. They have recommended as the next pastor of this church and the, direct, and the, and the director of health ministries a pastor who is deeply admired and who is sought after with a wealth of experience, not only in congregational leadership, but the skills to lead the health ministries. Now, a bit of worry and anxiety is natural. It's natural in any season of transition. But I want to make sure that you also understand that first, how healthy and vital this church is. And that outside these walls, this church is considered blessed. As Abraham and Sarah, blessed to be a blessing. To those 400 folks who come each week to utilize our health ministries, to the professional healthcare staff who work here, to donors who share their gifts so that we can provide healing to those in need. Second, I want you to understand that we, the church, need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. the disciples of Jesus, who gather here, we need you in order for this to continue. I'm not talking about your financial gifts, though we do need your contributions to make the worship life possible here. But I'm talking primarily about your hearts. We need your hearts. We need your faith. We need your trust. We need your whole selves. Now is not the time to shrink back, to wait and see what happens. Now is the time to lean in, 
to show up for what God is already doing in this place and show up for the person that God has been preparing to lead this congregation next. How many of you love that hymn, Here I Am, Lord? A lot of hands, a lot of hands. Here I am, Lord. You know, it says, I, the Lord of sea and sky, I have heard my people cry. All who dwell in dark and sin, my hand will save. I who made the stars of night, I who made their darkness bright. So who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? You know the reply. It's the reply of the pastor who heard God's call to come here and who raised his hand and said, here am I, send me. I know well that feeling because I felt that call seven years ago before I even knew where Harrisburg was on the map. And Ellen said, we are going. And I said, to do what? And then I saw the call and I heard the need and I heard the ministry. Oh, it won't exist if you don't keep the health ministries the center of a thing. The health ministries won't exist if the congregation is not the beating heart of it. I told my colleague at the time, I said, Baron, I see nothing but red flags about this call. He said, Drew, I've never heard of a ministry that you've been more, that's been more prepared for you than this one. And so I raised my hand and said, here I am, send me. I've heard the call again, share that love Sailors, Marines, Coasties, who have nowhere else to turn, who have no Christ Lutheran church, but who have a great, great need for the light of hope and direction. Whom shall I send? That's the question to each of you as well. The people of Christ Lutheran church. God's call to each of you. Who will bear my light to them? Whom shall I send? And we say together, here am I, Lord. Is it I, Lord? I've heard you calling in the night. I will go, Lord, if you lead me. I will hold your people in my heart. The church needs you to make worship happen here, to welcome people, to step in and read the scriptures and the prayers, sure, to to offer some light snacks after our gathering, to help count the offering. But more than that, we need you to show up in faith, in trust, Enjoy. If you are feeling worry or anxiety or disappointment, that's okay. Bring it to the Lord. Give it to him in prayer. But listen to the word of the Lord. 
Do not worry. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Neither let them be afraid. He's not calling you to solve all of the problems. He's not calling you to fix everything that's wrong. He's not calling you to fear. He's calling you to faith. We need your willing and most of all, your joyful hearts so that the spirit of this place shines for those who are looking for hope and direction, that it shines for each other because we are all in need of hope and direction. Jesus told the disciples before he left them, he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And that word keep in Greek means to hold on to. And the commandments that he's talking about is that you will love your Lord, your God, with all of your heart and all of your soul and all of your strength. And that you will love your neighbors as yourselves. Those are his commandments. Hold on to the commandment to love. To show your love for him in worship and in service. To show your love for each other by the care and compassion that you offer. Hold on to love. It's a helpful word that Jesus has given us in our time of pastoral transition. Because not only does it remind us that while I am leaving, God has prepared and is sending another just as God has done for 133 years of pastoral transitions in this church. But more importantly, what Jesus is talking about is himself. That while he returns to heaven, he promises again and again that we must understand that the Holy Spirit is God's very real presence with us. And that word for spirit is paraclete. Which means more than just spirit, it means companion, it means advocate, it means helper, it means intercessor, it means consoler. Because Jesus knows that we need these things. We need a companion in this life, the way that Jesus was a companion to so many. And so we have the spirit who is our constant companion. We need an advocate because there is deep injustice in this world. And so we have the spirit that advocates for us. We need help so often. Lord, I feel it. And so the Spirit is our constant helper. And sometimes we don't even know what to say, how to say it, especially when it comes to God. And so the Spirit is our intercessor so that even when we are just completely silent, the Spirit speaks for us. And there is much that makes us sad. And so we need a comfort. So the Spirit is our consoler. In all of these ways and more, Jesus promises the Holy Spirit is with us right now and always. So beloved community, Christ Lutheran Church, now is the time to remember the word of the Lord. That indeed, even now, God is doing a new thing at Christ Lutheran Church. And there has been no better time to take hold of hope and to show up as the body of Christ in faith. For surely we are in God and God is in this place. We need you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.